Hello and welcome to Someday Is Today. Welcome, Mac. Thank you. Um, happy to be here. Great week this week. Quarantine week. Coronavirus week. Um, yes. Yes. It's been an interesting week. First, though, let me just say, for those who are following us on YouTube, we are now bringing you some visuals no, no, no. with Someday Is Today. For those who are following us on any podcast um, platform. Yes, yes, that's true. If you're so, following us on any podcast platform, um, Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, um, we have a YouTube channel because um, we thought it would be, I mean, as with anything, visuals are always great in general. So number one, you get to see what we look like. Um, and number two, I think um, it's just easier to engage with people when you see the dynamics between the two of them. So hopefully... Maybe. Um, hopefully. We'll see. Yeah, uh, so we'll see how this works out. What's interesting, though, is in the typical fashion or spirit of some days today, we've clobbered together. Um, it's taken us a while to pretty much figure out how to record for podcast, for the mm. typical podcast recording, as well as the the video that we're going what to be streaming. What kind of is this? This is called the money tree. Oh, I mean, I guess it's appropriate. Um, so yeah, that's instead a good of point. Uh, between two ferns, so we'd like between two the t between the money tree. Well, it would the money tree between us. us okay, two. can I just finish quickly? Oh, my bad. This? Um. So yes. Um. We are recording onto YouTube with um my son's Apple phone. So hopefully, it actually captures the visuals well and then for the audio we're using our typical recording device um actually not our typical because typically we would be in a studio um but we're rec since we're all stuck at home we're recording on your voice recorder and we've got a mic plugged into zoom zoom is pretty much the company of the year at this point isn't how it? do they make their money anyways do they like yeah, yeah no it's ads? no they have a free there's a baseline um, service, but then if you want to have longer meetings and all of that, then you upgrade mm. to a paid service. So we actually have a paid service, Mac. We do? Yeah, we do. Why would we do that? Um, You know, because I think the free service is if it's... So if you want to have meetings for less than 40 minutes, so they made it perfectly inconvenient. <laughs> so <laughs> if you're going to have meetings for longer than an hour, you need to upgrade to a paid version. And I also think that there's a limited number of people that can join for the, for the free version. But at this point, Zoom is really just making out like gangbusters. And I Do we feel, own stocks? No, I feel like we missed the opportunity to own. Their stocks, I want to say, has increased by at least 100% mm. since um, the start of this. And we weren't ready. No, we weren't. We no, weren't I thinking. thought about it. I thought about it, but I don't think oh, we moved man. money See, fast crazy. enough. Either way, the point is we missed the boat. Probably not. We probably could still probably. It's invest probably still a little. Rise. Um. But that yeah, no, we missed the initial wave. I mean, they are doing it. Mm. Um, we do have some Netflix stocks. I think Netflix had some gains. I don't think it's as much as Zoom. But yeah, anyways, because Disney 
probably, you know, Disney came over. Anyway, this is not a financial podcast. No, it's not. Podcast, Matt, so. can you come closer? I just want to make sure that we're catching your recording. <laughs> so anyways, welcome to Sundays Today, um, where we encourage you to live your best life. <sighs> I mean, so let's just jump in there. Okay, first of all, let's do a cheers to um, our official first YouTube sort of recording. All right. And what are we sipping on? What's what's the what's the drink in your cup? What's the drink in our All cup? Right. Um, you probably don't even know the name of Well, I certainly don't know what tea you gave me, but it's got I know it's got Tito's vodka. Yes. Oh shoot, we shouldn't have probably did a free ad for Tito. Nobody 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 will. <laughs> Who cares? Um So this Tito, is a mix, I want my money. So this is a mix of um a a John tea house. So for those who listen to Latanya Coakley um, for the episode that we did last time, she is the owner and curator of a tea house, and she has a bunch of amazing teas. Um, you can go to her website, uh, com to get some of her teas. So yeah, we're recording pretty late. Um, we wanted to get the recording in much earlier, but then random things happened. But we figured someday is still today. We will yeah. get it in, and here we are. We're letting the universe yes. dictate. You know, we're not we're not pushing anything. So yeah. But let's. I mean, let's let's jump into it because, like, we're well. It's not that bad, I guess. Um, six minutes in, and well, part of the reason I'm worried about the time is because while you can edit, I think editing is like it's 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 terrible in the sense that you know you don't know exactly what you're going to be missing, and then. Also, I know that there are some people who are like, I'm not going to listen to this for that damn long. Yeah. So, um, okay. plus, more more than anything, I also think people are trying to figure out what the hell you're going to be talking about. So, we need to give them what we're talking about. Yes. So, I think what we're going to talk about today is a combination of things. And it may, we may veer off in different directions because mm. I think we tend to do that and hopefully <laughs> our audience can um, kind of come along with us on that journey. But I think it's a combination of how are we managing through this time? Um, you know, we're all stuck at home. We've been stuck at home for the past two weeks. So I would actually like for us to do a brief update about, let's just check in with each other about how we're feeling um, versus how the rest of the world is feeling um, in terms of handling this. So I want to talk about that. But I also want to talk about how are we as individuals, as well as the rest of the world, what should we be doing during this time to, um, to, to prep us for when we come out. I know you and I have been reading quite a bit. There's a lot. We've been reading a number of books and I would like for us to talk about the latest book that we've read. And lastly, I want to tie it into magic. Do you believe in magic? So I will explain all of that as we get into it. But first, why don't we check in and see how we're doing with a quarantine? So I'm gonna ask you, how are you feeling thus far it's been two weeks so at this point it's been two weeks and we've now just heard that we are going to be on lockdown for another month so right now it's march 28th or 29th i don't know what the date is and we went and picked up 
um, computers for all the three children from their schools so that they can have access to their schoolwork should the school system provide any work for them to do. And they've also told us that at the very least, we're going to be home for another month until April 27th. So with that in mind, two weeks in and then another month to go, how are you feeling? Feeling. I am feeling great. Um, great. So, yeah, I mean, there is, I mean, so this is a couple of things. First and foremost, um, I'm probably going to echo a lot of what you said. So first and foremost, or going to say rather, um, so maybe it's not echo. Going to uh, whatever. You're going to do a prelude. Yes. Um, so the first piece is that um, I work from home for the most part. I only actually go into. Well, you go into the office, the NBA Growth Partners office. Yeah, but that is. You own that space. That's that's your shit. That's if I if we so choose and or if we have meetings. So it's like, um, you know, it's very dependent on whatever the heck I want. But I'm also working. Um, thankfully. You're you know, gamefully employed by someone else, no, another firm. I'm also helping to build somebody else's wealth. Wow, um, you! But the good thing is, you're also building my our own wealth, our wealth in the meantime. In right. The so this is helping to fund our empire. Yes. All right. So um, not only that. So I work from home for the most part. I go into see the client that I for whom I work at. Um, for like uh, one hour a week. per week. And thankfully, you know, this particular project that I'm on is very lax, which allows me the time to focus on the other business. And I think there's a lot more that we can do, and I hope that we can do it um, going, I mean, pretty soon. But anyways, um, I work from home for the most part, so this hasn't necessarily changed. I don't have a lot of interactions with people in the outside world. I am also an introvert, which means that I typically do not go out. I would say I am a socially um, capable, Mm -hmm. if that's the way you use it, um, introvert. Um, When I put myself into the position, because I know I have to go out, I can do it. Yeah. But generally speaking, you would find me very like I am. You're going to have to drag me out for the most part because I'm like, oh, my God, I don't feel like being bothered by human beings. I mean, but anyways, you probably if you've seen some of the other episodes, uh, heard some of the other episodes, you know this. But um, the point here is that for the most part, I am so good. Um, You know, I'm spending time like my favorite people or my family members like you know my favorite time is traveling um with my family like when we went to cuba and costa rica those are my like those are awesome so like we have the kids at home right now and i'm chilling i'm good and what's more is like you know and we're gonna get to this is that you know um i am in a position where i'm allowing myself to enjoy where i'm at Hmm. in a particular place where i am so um you know, it's good. Life um, is good. And another thing that I want to add to that is life is good. Life is good. Um, I have to um, I have to remind myself of that. Um, and, and so I'm still on my journey. Last week, actually, if we ever released, released that, that podcast, yeah. it, was a ter- it was not such a good week um, for me. And I actually think, although it was, if I think about it, it's kind of cringeworthy, that episode. 
that we filmed, I also think it might be good for people to hear because I think people need to be able to relate to struggles. Yeah, ups so that, and downs. Yeah, so that they can understand that it's it's normal. But um, the last thing I want to say is I think there is something that is also very comforting and uniting in the fact that this is happening globally. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is where I'm not quarantined by myself. Like I understand that everybody else is doing it and like, you know, whether it's virtually or on Instagram, like I imagine, I don't know, like, cause I know that um, this happened in the 1920s or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like there was another pandemic mm-hmm. that uh, people were talking about, but I know the, the, but I, I think it's the Spanish flu, the Spanish flu. All right. So, um, the difference between that is we didn't have the ability to connect worldwide. You know, I thought about that the other day. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, the You're idea completely of... completely cut off. Yeah. So, yeah. the idea of knowing everybody else, like, when you have social conversations, media. social media and everything, and knowing everybody's going through the same Videos, thing. Videos, being able to do a yeah, video chat, checking in with your parents in various remote places. I don't even know if creative about the way to, you know, make light of it, yeah. singing together. And, and I don't even know if that. phones were prevalent at that time, to even be honest, right? So, you may not even exactly. know... How your loved ones are doing back then. So that's such a great, great point. So, yeah, as difficult as it's been for a lot of people, Mm -hmm. um, it's almost as if this is nothing compared to what it could be and what it has been. Mm -hmm. So we should be grateful for that. Okay, so overall, life is good, you're good. And then before before I do my um, response for how things are coming along with me, can you do this comfortably for another four weeks? Mm. At least. Another four weeks? I think, like I said, I mean, this hasn't changed necessarily for me. I know, like, uh, I commiserate. Commiserate. Is that the right term? I I empathize. I think I, it's the same. Commiserate, empathize. No. Um, I feel like commiserate is like uh, when, you're when you're sharing in it, like in, you're in it. When yeah. it's kind of like, all right, I'm, I feel for you type of thing. Maybe I'm wrong. I have to go back and look at the dictionary meaning of the word. But um, whatever. And you would know because just a, a side chat. Didn't you study the whole dictionary at one point? Like a, no. Oh, it wasn't. It was no goddamn. But Lord have mercy. I swore that. Um, you but you know the what? If I, dictionary. I, I, I that, but that would not necessarily be a bad thing if I did. Malcolm X actually studied the whole dictionary while he was in prison. Prison. That's so impressive. I what so. did you do? I remember. <laughs> I. I mean, that's not, this is not even a joke, babe. I you swear, if I did study the whole dictionary. Where there's some freaking stupid ass words that need not be uttered, like I would have to kick myself. No, but um, there was. What did you do? <laughs> my, I think my dad actually bought this for me when um I was in college, and you um saw it. It was like an audio tape of you know, remember the audio tapes? Yeah, it was a whole bunch of it wasn't audio the whole tapes. dictionary. No, Shit. it was a whole bunch of words. You know where. You know, it was supposed to be the words you should know. And I was listening to it. and um, But it was like thousands was and a, thousands of words. I don't know about thousands and it thousands. Was it was a lot of words. It was a lot of but words. But then they gave you all the, the you know, meanings. the meaning, the origins and all that good stuff. But yes, I did do that. Yeah. So you studied pretty much the dictionary, <laughs> which I just thought, how impressive. Honestly, I did. Mainly because, number one, you could not catch me studying anything I don't need to study 
talk less just words just random words my memory don't even work that way i would not remember it so what's the point but um i just thought it was so impressive um but yeah so that's the how difference i hooked between... you <laughs> <laughs> that one my, of the many ways that in my dancing one of them it certainly wasn't your jokes your, you keep your, on saying that, you, but let's just all we gotta do is uh, you're talk convinced to that I used to laugh at you. All we jokes. gotta do is talk to Chica. I Anyways, remember. moving on, we're just gonna move on. So, you could do this for another four weeks. I mean, certainly. Okay, um, okay. I'm just just real quickly, yeah, why not? You could do this comfortably for another four weeks, yeah. Okay, the, the only issue is that I feel like there's a lot of wasted time, wasted time in the Interesting. sense, wasted in the fact that, um. Things are not moving as business is not going as usual. Like, you know, you can't really go out and meet new people, which is what, you know, not only in business, but also in self-growth. Like, I can't grow as much as I need to without human interaction. Possibly. Hmm. But so let me give you my take on it. Hmm. I would consider myself an extroverted introvert. Heavy lean on the introvert. Um. I say this jokingly, but I think I'm almost completely, I'm, I'm more serious when I say I don't enjoy people. I, no, 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 no. I enjoy people that I like. I don't enjoy meeting people that I don't like. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's very difficult. It's pretty true. Like huh? meeting people, like talking to people. I, yeah, I don't want to engage with people that I don't know. Mm-hmm. Because I'm very dubious of whether or not we would have a connection. And I don't want to waste my time, quote unquote, on trying to figure out if we're going to have a connection and then being in an awkward space. So for the most part, it's just a drain on me. However, when I like people, I'm all over it. So I enjoy people that I enjoy. I do draw some energy from people that I enjoy. But the people that I enjoy are few and far in between. (laughs) (laughs) So it makes it very difficult. But outside of that, outside of the people part, I don't know that I'm the type of person that enjoys, um, you know, finding out about new experiences. Let's go check this out. Like, I don't, I certainly don't draw my energy from just going out, trying new things. I love being at home and binging on Netflix. (laughs) So extroverted-ish, introvert. But people are surprised when I call myself an introvert because I think I present to some people extrovert-ish, right? But no, that's the opposite. It actually drains me to be around people. So I think that's why you and I get along very well because we could just be home yeah. together. So, I, mean, I think, yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. Okay. I don't know how much we want to say. Oh, yeah. so, so I'll let you direct. What happens next? So let me finish. So that being the case, mm. I didn't realize people were struggling with this whole quarantine thing. Mm. <laughs> In my mind, I was like, this is perfect. But you also know we have each other. So yeah, I'm going to get to that. Mm-hmm. Before we even get to we have each other thing, mm. let me tell you, when I think about the perfect gift... I mean, there were moments when I dreamed of days like this. I'm sure there's a rap line that somebody said. Like, I dreamed of days like this when everything has shut down. I don't have to be nowhere. I can just be home, chilling, and ain't got to report to nobody for the foreseeable future. 
Ain't I that swear been to your God. life? Huh? <laughs> I swear to God, this has been your life for almost a year. Well, you know, I'm trying to create the life of my dreams. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, so let me tell you why this is per- even greater. I'm trying to create the life of my dreams. So, yes, you're right. Mm. Um, this is definitely much closer to my life, which is why I didn't realize that it was such an issue because you're right. It's not too far from what I've been doing. Yes, we do have an office and we go every day and we meet with clients, but those meetings are meetings I want to have. They don't drain me. So life for the most part has been great because I'm curating my experiences deliberately and I'm choosing to go into spaces that, that, that feed me deliberately. But I realized that in starting your own business, I mean, we have a couple of ventures. We have this podcast some days today, and we also have the consulting practice. And obviously, I'm a parent, and there's a whole bunch of other stuff going on. So what you realize is of um, is very limited is time. There's not enough time to do the things that I want. So when you don't have enough time, you offset that by paying people to do stuff right with money so when you don't have time and you don't have money life can be very difficult meaning that the things that i envision that i would love to do i just don't have the time to do lo and behold we're all quarantined and you know who got the skills and the time your kids my children i swear to god (laughs) (laughs) i can cry right now just how much we've gotten accomplished the past two weeks. It is beautiful. I feel like, you know, when I put together my vision board and I had a bunch of random lists on it and a lot had to get accomplished, I knew I don't have the resources. I don't got the money to do all these things. But somehow the good Lord saw it fit to pretty much stop everything else in the world just for me to be able to get my shit done. Mm. I was telling somebody that I feel like this whole situation was especially picked, wrapped with me in mind. And that's how it's felt. Like it just feels as if everything else has stopped. The shit that I need to do, my children helping out with the various things that we're helping with. I mean, it's just all coming together beautifully. So that being said, I've been in in my own world realizing, oh my God, I can get so much accomplished. And we've been getting a lot accomplished. I mean, I'm just knocking it out. But then it occurred to me that what about people who are not married, people who don't have children, people who are extroverts, people who work hourly, people people who who work work hourly. I mean, so many people are being impacted. And then another thing that I have deliberately, deliberately done with my life is I don't watch the news. So for the most part, the things that are important and should bubble up to my attention, somehow I'm going to get through the universe somehow, but I'm not seeking out the news because it's just a distraction to me. And I think it's a drain of my energy. So I don't want to give my energy in that way. Um, So yeah, so there's some things that you miss out when you choose to live your life in that way. But you're absolutely right. There are people who have been impacted by this. I mean, we can't take this lightly at all. Clearly, it's serious enough that the whole world has come to a screeching halt. So I don't want to come across as if I'm being selfish or or insensitive. insensitive. So no, I do take it seriously completely. Um, But I was just saying that in my mind, I just, I didn't, it didn't even occur to me, number one, how um, difficult that it's been for some people. And even those who are not impacted by the shutdown economically, financially, and what have you, 
Um, there are people who just naturally their spirit gravitates towards other people. They need to be out. Mm. You know, some people are by themselves. They're alone. So re that realization actually caused me to start to reach out to some people just to check in on them. Because naturally, I'm like, I'm in my happy space. I'm home. I'm with the people that I care about the most. I'm in contact with my extended family and friends. I check in with them every now and then. Everything is good. We good, right? But um, but no, I think I no. There's a lot going on in the world, and like as you said, um, we do have to be grateful that as bad as it's been and as it could be, thankfully we do have the technology to be able to connect with the folks that um we care about to be able to check in on them. So so that's great. Can I do this for another month? I believe so. <laughs> I mean, honestly, so let me let me take it back a bit. I think so because so that's why I said I'll be interested in find you know speaking to you know your thoughts about how productive we can be. I've never been more productive. The amount of work that I can get done because everything has come down and now I'm leveraging other people's efforts for free. My children. Um, so I mean, there's so many things that I had on my checklist of things that I needed to do. Um, and the fact that they're not in school or, you know, doing all their other activities, um, just allows me to be able to get some of those things checked up. So I actually disagree with you that we're not as productive as we could be. Cause I think for our business personally, I feel like we're going to see a boost in terms of how we're repackaging ourselves, um, getting out there. And also it's an opportunity because we are business consultants to be able to consult with other businesses who may be impacted in a way that we can truly add value and um, let them know that we're here for them and, um, you know, whatever is needed, we're here to um, help them talk it through. So I can easily do this for another month. I think, I mean, who knows? I may have be saying something completely different next week, but right now I am in a good space physically. Well, I don't know about physically, you know, I probably could be more, you know, I haven't worked out in a good while, but definitely mentally, spiritually, socially, business wise, I feel like I could do this for another good two weeks or so, you know, so we'll see how things pan out. But yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's that. Um, so overall, things are good, thankfully for us. Mm -hmm. Now. I said that we wanted to talk about um, what we've been up to. So it's funny. So Big Sean, you know Big Sean, the yes. rapper. He, um, I do know Big Sean. Do you well, know him? I know of him. You I know don't, of him. I, I haven't met him yet. You know his persona. We may not even know who he is in real life, but we do know what he projects out there. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he put on Facebook his um, top seven books for folks to and I think he may have listed more some of them we've read like um some of the books I think two or three on the list um we had read or I had read and then there were others and um the others so I saw it this last week and I told myself that I got time so I wanted to read at least three books <laughs> And I wanted some of them to be the ones that he recommended. So someone had told me about the untethered soul before. So I went ahead and picked that up and started reading it. The seven spiritual. Do you have that? 
Yeah, he did. That's actually sure what reminded me. That? Yes, um, we're going to pull up the stuff. Yeah, we need to go back. So maybe we'll that. actually add his um, list of recommended books on the link. Mm-hmm. Um, the Seven Spiritual Habits of Success. Mm-hmm. Did you read that? We I did. did. Quick, yeah, that, that, yeah that was pretty mm-hmm. short. And we did that. And then The Four Agreements, which mm-hmm. Tammy and I had decided we were going to read earlier this year. And I have the physical book. And I just never got to it. So since he said it, I took the opportunity to quickly do an audio book. Um, so those three we got through this week, or at least I got through this week. And yeah, I didn't do huh? the four agreements. You didn't do the four agreements. And yes. I'm, I'm two chapters away from finishing the untethered soul. The untethered soul. soul. Mm-hmm. So let me just say the three books were... They're all along the same lines of what we've been experiencing or what we've been feeding ourselves the past three months or so. At least you, at the least three months and me, maybe a little longer in terms of what I've been tapping into. Mm-hmm. And um, the one book that I felt was life changing prior to the untethered soul for me was Instinct by Bishop T.D. Jakes. And I talk about this in every episode. But The Untethered Soul was amazing. So I think part of what I want us to talk about here um, is how this book has impacted us and the practical applications of the book. So I said that I wanted to call this episode Magic. Do you believe in magic? And I hope you do. Yes. So we'll call that <laughs> I hope you do. You know, you're funny, man, because you you may have gotten me with your humor. You're right. <laughs> All I do is ask the I person just got who that was there. Huh? <laughs> I just gotta ask the per- the witness to take the stand and it's all good. Anyway. Like I um I know you are the one who was, you know, all Babe, vibrant and all comedian. that good stuff. This is all good, but I have like when I'm comfortable, I get it done. So you got your like your one two jokes every no, now and then. I'm, I'm no, I'm like like Jay Z said, I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> you just, listen, I just I, listen. Hold I'm up, just, hold I'm, up. I'm just I've just not allowed the walls that I've created my mental walls to allow me to walk past them yet. That's all. We get we'll get there though. Okay, oh, I'm gonna. Did Jay Z really say that? He did. To who? He said multiple people. He said it on interviews with um, Angie Martinez. Um, he says something that people don't know is that I'm funny. And I was thinking to myself, really? <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> anyways, I can't um, take that seriously. Is the man for real? I think he might be funny and, and like when he's comfortable and like you know, he's that's another introvert. Him and his wife. Yes, and that maybe that's how he got Beyonce. Maybe that is, you know what? That I could see how that's a possibility because number one, I think a huge part of comedy is timing and wit, Mm. right? And I think when you're a poet, which you can argue rappers are, you tend to be able to tap into your witty side much faster. Like you could see the play on word words and how it plays out in reality and be able to bend um 
you know, images with words. So I could not, see no. possibly, no? Because you would not necessarily call yourself a poet, but I think you're definitely funny. And I think um, the difference between a person who is funny, quote unquote, who people find to be funny, because I think you can be funny, who people find to be funny and, pe- and those that people don't necessarily find to be funny, is that um, those who find themselves, who people find to be funny are constantly in that mindset. Like they're constantly thinking about, oh, I could Opportunities. Just, yes, I could just hit you with this and that. And, and, and it's for either because they're comfortable, which I think is what he was talking about. When he's comfortable and he's in that space, he can probably come up with them. Bing, bang, boom. But if, or if they're not, not necessarily comfortable because they're comfortable, it's how they respond to pressures like a lot of comedians will tell you like you know they're super insecure or whatever the case may be but this is their coping mechanism and so this is how they respond and so they get into that space and so it's really about being in that space like a lot of times for me if i'm not comfortable i'm definitely not getting to that space because i know for a fact i don't want you to make fun of me mm. so or you don't want your jokes to fall flat that too mm-hmm. yeah I'm not so I'm not I'm not trying to get in that space, but yeah I mean I think that's the difference. Like let I think me, everybody, most people can get into that space. Let me assure you, Mac. I've never considered you funny. <laughs> I mean, except for when we first met and you were. La- I'm telling you, I would have Chike take the witness stand. The one thing that I remember him saying to me is like, "She thinks you're funny." It's like <laughs> you're not funny. I'm like. Yeah, maybe so you were I was cracking just, the hell up. I was like, "What the?" Maybe I was. I just, was like um, hitting it off. I was no, maybe knocking I was it out just the park. Charmed by your good looks, you know what I mean, and not. So and, that made you laugh. You laughed at my good no, looks. No, maybe I just had a permanent smile on my face. No, but you were cracking the. I'm telling you, I was you were cracking. cracking up. It was crazy. We were in the library and you were cracking up. <laughs> that is funny. Let me. I can't. I can't take that seriously. I can't tell. I'm but telling okay. you. Like I remember that was the thing that I remember. Is like. She gonna say I'm funny. I'm, <laughs> I got this in the bag. She thinks I'm funny. Okay. Um. Anyways. Um. God, what was I gonna say? Okay. Okay. Um. I do agree with you though because I think I'm funny. Do you think I'm funny? I think you're funny. Oh, thank you. Oh, is that mm-hmm. all? You're definitely funny. You're you're witty. That's one of the things that I like about you. You're quick. Quick with it. Yeah. You quick with it. Mm. Witty, witty. You think that's um, where that came from? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what it is? Maybe, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I think um, I, I probably it's um, I probably should be more serious, but I'm always looking for the comedic um, factor in everything, mm. um, which probably keeps me lighthearted, you know, because everything could be a joke. Moving forward. I don't even know how we got here. But yes. So Untethered Soul. Mm. One of the books that we've been going through. <laughs> and of the three that I read, The Seven Spiritual Habits of Success, The Untethered Soul, and The Four Agreements. To me, Untethered Soul, The Untethered Soul sort of just stood out. But I felt as if they all sort of rounded each other out. In a way that all the other books that we've been reading have sort of kind of gotten us on this path to um, 
self-awareness. Um, what else would you call this path that we're on? The path to enlightenment. Path to enlightenment. Which, hold up. I'm actually, I don't feel comfortable using, because it sounds pretentious. Let me, let me it's tell you. It is unfortunate. It is unfortunate. And, and I, listen, I am a skeptic, which is actually where I wanted to go to. I'm, I'm, I, and I, I was going to say I, I used to be a skeptic, but I want to also, I want to say that I am a skeptic. You're all over it. Uh-huh. I am a skeptic because even now, like part of what is happening with me is that, and part of what was happening last week is, you know, the questioning of, of everything. Like I'm still uh-huh. questioning. And so I can tell you without a doubt that um, you cannot understand it until you understand it. And so therefore, you cannot understand until you understand it. And so therefore, I I completely get the idea that if I say to you that it's the road to enlightenment and you're thinking... Look at this mother. Like this mumble jumbo. Uh, like we like, saw yeah, you I yesterday. <laughs> we saw what you were up to yesterday. You talking about enlightenment today. And and and, and <laughs> You know what, what I mean? That? Like people will want to I mean, call you out on your past behavior. Not even that. Or even your because current that, that's one thing. That's yeah. one thing that's that's true. And one of the things is I'm not claiming to be mm-hmm. moralistic and religious. Now you I don't think be that's a, guru. a damn. <laughs> I don't think that's the same thing as enlightenment. Like, I'm not here to tell you. In fact, I mean, there are many people who who would do certain things that by relig- by some religious standards would be considered amoral or whatever the case may be. And so I wouldn't necessarily tell you that I'm moral and or even if, you know, enlightenment, the tr- once you get there... I wouldn't do certain some of the things that I did. I'm not claiming that I'm there. I'm, I'm not Buddha. So maybe we should do. We so, should probably provide a definition of what I don't know your what the definition, definition of is, enlightenment but, is. But what I want to say is, I don't know what the definition is. Oh, your preferred yet. definition. But before we even get there, because now I'm not proposing. I'm not. I'm not um, pretending or professing to be an expert at this right now i'm on a journey and so if i were to come and tell you here's the definition i i I don't know necessarily what that is i mean i can explore what i think it might be later on but before i get to that like what i want to say is that um to finish out the, the point that i can understand that you know it might sound pretentious because some people will be like oh the fuck oh enlightenment path to enlightenment what the hell is that bullshit with respect to enlightenment, what I'm saying is that I can get how it would seem like it's pretentious and like, uh-huh. oh my God, enlightened. And so be it, bro. If you are not, if this is going to um, throw you off, then you're not there yet. And I think, unfortunately, that's unfortunate. And if you're questioning and you're like skeptical, I'm 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 here for you. I'm good. Like I, I think that's a good position to be in. Like uh-huh. keep on searching, but um, you know what I'm saying like it's gonna take people different points to get to wherever they're going to get. But um, you know, as a former skeptic, I get it. So let me tell you what the um, the term enlightenment reminds me of. Mm. So we met in college, and. Remember, there was a point when everybody became conscious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. With my dreads. No, yeah, like you had In fact, I probably brought you into consciousness. Quote, unquote, consciousness. 
Perhaps. Yeah, because I remember beforehand, I was trying to explain to you how, mm, I don't know about Jesus, bro. I think, like, you were straight-laced going to church. You didn't no, know I about consciousness never... before that. What no, you no. talking about? No, I mean, that's a separate conversation. I was, yeah. I've never been. But, I mean, You've never been straight-laced? No, I think in my, my I'm definitely a buttoned-up. I present buttoned-up because that's just my demeanor mm. but now i wouldn't call myself straight laced in general um yeah you and your um brother talked about that yeah yeah i won't call myself i present i get that up, no i see you that. know what i mean but um, but then again i mean as true as that is you are pretty straight laced yeah that's what i'm saying yeah well i mean as true as you are you you're wild but you're also straight laced yes I, i'm you're wild at at heart but i don't think i'm a you wild do heart crazy then you I mean, There's some me. shit you would not do no, or I'm that just you me. hadn't done. Yeah, I'm just me. I'm. I do. We don't need to parse it out. Mm. I'm just me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I do me, mm. and I think I don't make apologies for that because I feel like people do want to put you in a box about certain ways how you should sound, how you should present, how you should speak. I explore the things that interest me. You know what I mean? And mm. I think some of it could veer on the more straight laced side of the house mm-hmm. maybe sure um anyways so what i was gonna say is it reminds me of when everybody was using the term consciousness you know oh you're conscious and all this other stuff woke. 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 and it was so loaded at the time mm-hmm. and i remember not even wanting to necessarily associate with the term even though i knew what was intended by it Mm. and the intention what was intended by it it was essentially questioning the status quo right i mean that's basically what it boils down to questioning the status quo and finding out what's underneath it so that you can then move in a way that's more true to who you are Right? Like that's what how that's how I would define it. Right. So a lot of times people would represent their um consciousness by cutting off their permed hair because now you're questioning what is the reason why I need to be questioning the narrative, I would say. Questioning the narrative. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to wrap it up. Questioning the right narrative. As presented historically and currently by the hegemonic this was a bigger, big word that is that was a word? currently used. Yeah, oh, I didn't that know that. Hegemonic. What does that mean? Well, uh, the 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 See, I told you people, the, the rulers, okay. the people who set the tone, like the people who are running shit, like you know, European Eurocentric. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another big term um, at the know, time. Yeah, yes. you know, Eurocentric culture. It's like okay, here's what they're telling us is the way to go about life, and like the idea that. Just because a group of people said these are the standards does not make it the standard. Does like, not make it the standard. Let's call it back and 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 determine that you know just because they happen to be the victors doesn't mean for whatever reason you know um, doesn't mean that that's the way we should go about living our lives. Yes, and what I thought so so what was interesting at the time is or was um, not only were you questioning, but you necessarily had to then demonstrate your um, affinity or your acceptance of, or your, you had to portray yourself as woke in a certain way, 
Mm-hmm. Right. So you had to be natural. You had to wrap your hair a certain way. You have to be you had to be Afrocentric and you had to be um, moral in a certain way. You know, kind of like people would, you know, like pastors and what have you would say, you know, thou shalt not do this or whatever. You know, so there's a certain way you presented yourself. But I also always felt somewhat uncomfortable with it because I don't think generally speaking that I handle um, prescriptions well. You know, here's a prescription of how you then need to com- conform or um, comport. Is that a word? Comport yourself um, so that you can um, fit into this new category of who you say you are. Anyways, we're not going to talk about consciousness, but that's what um, the um, path to enlightenment reminds me of is are we basically swapping out? a different ideology for a new one or how does that come off to people who now hear you or us talking about enlightenment and what sort of not even judgment but what sort of um ideas run through their minds mm. um in hearing that right um because i think once people assign a certain idea to the new fad that you're into it makes it very difficult for them to even hear what you're saying. So, yeah. So, yeah. so anyways, um, that's what I was getting at. Yeah. Do we want to stick here and make this the topic? Or no. do we want So, to we can move forward. Because I can... You want to talk a, about that? No, you have I a have opinions on everything. Okay, yeah, you can talk about that. We don't have that much time. We ain't got that much time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm cool on everything. Like, uh... I have I, I have perspectives on everything, but um, you know I can. But I you know if we have a specific agenda, then we can get to that, and I can have my perspective on that. Mm-hmm. So so topic because we are fifty two minutes into it. Mm-hmm. Do you believe in magic? And this idea came to me, and I don't know, given how far we are into the podcast now, I don't know that we'll be able to truly do it justice, but. Um, I started realizing that, you know, a lot of us have ideas for how we want our lives to unfold. And we want to see exponential growth. We want to see um, things happen in ways that are miraculous, honestly. Almost, honestly, <laughs> you know, in, in terms of, you know, you went, you know, like when people talk about, um, you know, famed Jay-Z, you know, he went from ashy to classy. That's miraculous, right? Like who comes Is from miraculous? No, I'm just saying, well, I mean, when you, when you are born in a space, not, it wasn't Jay-Z that said ashy to classy, Biggie. No, Biggie yeah. But the point is when you are born in a certain situation, to come out of that and become like world renowned and to be this image of success. You know, let's use Jay-Z because we don't know how much Biggie had in his pockets. But to he go from... a lot more to gain and Jay-Z actually attained. Huh? He, Jay-Z has actually attained... That, Way more. Yeah. That, is what I'm saying. He was poor. He was poor. He was coming out of Marcy Projects and all this other stuff. And fast forward... 10, 15 years later, however many years, for you to be... Many years. <laughs> no, but it couldn't have been 20 years at the most. 
20 years at the most. From what? From point? when like, it from started. When he actually started rapping? Yeah. Okay, I mean... From when he started to... Like, when we became aware of him. I know... I mean, freshman year... You and I have known each other 20, 21 years. Mm -hmm. So, freshman year... My freshman year was when Jay-Z was just cooking. Popping. Popping. But he was there way before that. Maybe. Two years? Two, three years before? How many years before? Hawaiian Sophie? I don't even know when that freaking started. Five years? So, 25 years. Okay, sure. 25 years. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. The point is, can I get a what, what... Can you put this whatever on my, you know, that was 20 years ago, mm-hmm. you know, to where he is now, like the man is a billionaire. Like when you count, how many black billionaires do you have? Is he, is he official? Whatever. I'm just saying, I is think he, he official? Is. Okay, I think right. he is. But if you don't want to use Jay-Z, we can use No, P. I'm Diddy. just saying, no, Jay-Z is my guy. Like, yeah, I yeah. Mean, no, he's official. You know that is my No, no, no. I guy. think he's official. But. Especially, not only is he official, like by himself. I mean, both I'm just him trying and to, Beyonce. All I'm asking is, is he officially a billionaire? I believe he is. Okay. Both him and Beyonce hmm. are like, even if his household is official, okay. forget everything else. Even if he's not, the man got a lot of money. So when you think about 20 years, you know, the span of coming from 25 years, ashy to billionaires to a billion dollars. When you think about, when you try to compute what it takes to get there, it's not a linear sort of step-by-step that's going to get you there. Mm. What I was saying before, so when I said, do you believe in magic? You're going to necessarily have to tap into, um, like you have to suspend disbelief when it comes to the things that you're trying to put forth out there for yourself and for your dreams You're going to have to, like, you know, when we started this podcast, I said, there were things that I put on my vision. I have no way of doing it, but I feel like the whole of the universe has pretty much stopped to allow me to um, advance my agenda. I mean, jokingly, but, but you know what I mean by that. So in order for you to get from point A of ashy to point B, classy, it cannot be one plus one equals two. It's going to have to be, ain't got no money, ain't got a little bit of sweat, but a lot of magic equals where I equals my dreams. So what I'm saying is that a lot of times, you know, when I talk about do you believe in magic and I'm, I'm interested in where a lot of people are in terms of how big of space, how much space are you creating or are you allotting? for magic when it comes to the plan that you're putting in place. I think a lot of us put plans in place that are necessarily one plus one equals two. And then from two plus two, I'm going to multiply three and then that equals whatever. And then the bank will give me another $50,000 and I'm going to try to flip it a bit. But we don't typically a lot for that. Some magical things have got to happen for you to really get from where you are to really where you want to be. And I didn't realize, I don't think I was allotting a lot of space for that concept until recently when I realized that when you plant a seed in the ground, it's just one seed, mm-hmm. you know, in theory, we know that in theory, we know that two people have sex, somehow a heartbeat comes in your stomach. That's, that's mm-hmm. pretty magical. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they, you can't, you can't, it, it's, it's not, it's, it's, it, you can't figure that out. Something happened. You, it came from nowhere. All of a sudden, heartbeat out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. 
That's magic. So, you know, so I'm just saying before we dive into the book, do you believe in the role magic plays? Do you believe in magic and how big you do? How big of it? How big of a role do you imagine that that's going to have to play in terms of your life's journey? What time do we have? An hour? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to explain this, hopefully, for all of the skeptics that are out there. And I'm going to try. I don't know how well I'm going to do it. I would even say just explain it the way you understand it. Not even so much for the skeptics. Because I don't want it. I don't want you to water it down. Can I explain how I want to explain it? My bad. You're right. (laughs) Thank you. All right. So... I'm going to explain this for what I think is the skeptics because I'm going to explain it for myself because mm-hmm. I still consider myself a skeptic. And so I don't know how well I'm going to do this because a lot of times you refine how you explain things based on how when you present it, how the feedback that you get back or the pushback that you get back. And you're like, oh, I didn't think about it that way. Now here's how I'm going to respond to that. So for my pers- but also because I'm a skeptic, I, I'm going to explain it in the way that I feel like it would have worked for me, and um, not necessarily that it would have worked because sometimes it just is that you have to be at that point. But um, the way that I would say it, so when you say to someone, the heartbeat is in your stomach, you know, after somebody has sex. As far as they're concerned, that is not magic because as far as they're concerned, is there's a way for you to explain that. You know, there is a biology. Even though if you really think about it, as much as we are able to explain, there's tons of little nuances that we still have yet to understand. And they know this. But when you talk to people who are like me, they're like, yeah, the fact that we don't know it doesn't mean that it's not explainable. It just means that we don't know it yet. But if you actually understand the infinite nature of this world and there is some way that you cannot necessarily truly understand infinite nature of this world but if you understand the infinite nature of the universe the infinite nature of and this is just true right we have no idea how nature goes we have no idea all the different things matter anti-matter all these things that we have whether or not big bang theory actually exists There is a lot of mystery there. And if you think as a human being, you'll ever get to the point where you truly understand that very, like the very different ways, the minute ways that things are, then you are so mistaken. You are so naive from my perspective that even if you think that um, there is a way to explain it, that you just there's so much that you you're not going to be able to explain and for for me that 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 is something that escapes a lot of people but even if but even beyond that right um the idea that a, a heartbeat is magical and people can't understand that like the way that I've described it to my son when the thing that brought me into understanding this is the way that it was explained in think and grow rich and there are different people and so therefore there are different ways in different methods that are going to work for different people, different methods, different ways that people speak that's going to speak to different people. And that, for whatever reason, spoke to me because um, of the way that he described um, energy. You know, like if you think about it, the, when your neurons are sending chemical from one neuron to another, that's energy. Like whatever, all the things that we are doing, it's energy. Energy is neither created nor destroyed. And so why is it that we would think then that 
the brain wave is not energy. You know, like um, the things that we are given is not energy and that's not connected to everything. And if it is connected to everything, then why is it that we can't consider that that there is the possibility that there is an, um, you know, an, an intelligence that is that knows everything because it is everything. Mm-hmm. Right. And if it is everything, if the thoughts are energy and then it's also part of universal energy. And it's also everything, then clearly it also knows everything. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if then there is a, a whole universe of energy that knows everything and your thoughts are energy, why isn't it possible then just like radio waves or everything that I cannot tap into this energy? Mm-hmm. And so whether you want to call it God or not, there is no reason if I am able to have intelligence and consider the intelligence energy, that I can't also consider a vast energy of all things to be energy. Any case, it might get a little bit too um, out of reach, esoteric. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but see that there you studied the dictionary. Uh, esoteric <laughs> meaning like a puzzle or too convoluted. But all I'm saying to anyone who would be skeptical is, if you consider it that way, then what they're talking about is not like I'm not talking about necessarily a human. And this is what baffles everybody. It's like, or the the um, atheists. It's like we have a human figure, somebody who is basically a personification of human beings who is acting just like us. Jealous. I'm a jealous god, or all this other stuff, and all that stuff. No, this is an energy and a force that we can't even comprehend that exists as all things. And then if you then understand that to be true, then there is no reason why if you are in your mind tapping into that, that it cannot manifest things um, because it's, it's, it's a collective, like it's just so much, like I can't even come up in once you understand that and thoroughly explain it because you got to get to the point where you first allow for that possibility. Mm -hmm. And once you start allowing for that possibility, then you're like, okay, let me hear something else mm-hmm. and then hear something else. Because even till now, like I said, this is a journey. I'm still learning mm-hmm. more. And um, and you need to because another thing that we talked about on other episodes is like your ego is, is fighting you mm-hmm. on that understanding. Um, and that's another topic altogether, but for the reason why the ego is doing this. But you know, case, well, you yeah. know so... The most recent occasion that made me realize that I probably know less than zero point zero 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 percent, you know, one percent of what's going on in the whole entire universe. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just a fact in mm-hmm. general. I mean, mm-hmm. there's so much going on that's beyond our comprehension or even ability to grasp. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to talk about the grasp part. But the latest example is... Um, God, what was that sound when they played and the whole world lost its mind? Laurel, Laurel and, and Yanni. Yanni. Yeah. I lost my fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> or the blue dress versus the fucking gold dress, golden white dress. I don't even think uh, I tapped gold. into the blue dress versus the gold dress as mm. much as Laurel and Yanni. <laughs> it's like, mm. I give up. That was when I completely gave up. Because to me... I don't even remember what I heard. Mm. I think I ha- I think I heard Laurel. Yeah, mm. it was Laurel. I don't think I ever heard your never. 
I it have was, no idea. What, I don't remember what I heard. I think it was Laurel. And I'm like, you mean to tell me you <laughs> hearing Yanni? <laughs> like, the two shall never meet. <laughs> they don't. There's no way I can ever convince myself to hear Yanni. Mm. It was Laurel all the way. So if you and 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 we I mean we did it with our kids. I think they heard different things, and I was just mind blown. Mm-hmm. That's when I knew I can't even. That's when I said, okay, you know what? Nope, I'm not about to sit here trying to convince you of my perspective when I know damn well we can't even agree on Yarny or Laurel. Mm-hmm. So the fact that there's so much going on in our perception, how we perceive the world, number one. Mm-hmm is so unique to our experiences and maybe even how we're tuned. You know, like when you think about a guitar, mm. for it to make certain noise or whatever, there's certain tuning that you have to have. Mm. And then depending on the tuning, there's a special, there's a specific note mm. that it makes, right? Mm. And if you tune it a different way or if you pull it a different way, it makes another note. Mm. But to me, that's an example of the types of frequencies that we are tapping into, you know? And another example is like a dog, you know, like they say dogs have, Mm -hmm. they can tap into other frequencies, Mm -hmm. right? So you can blow a whistle. We don't hear it. Mm -hmm. Somehow the dog is acting crazy. Mm -hmm. So it's tapping into certain energies or whatever frequencies that we don't hear, we don't see, we can't ever experience. So if we're experiencing it, our, our brain matter is not able to fully interpret it in a way that would um, be comprehensible for us. So off of that alone, Yanni, Laurel, um, tapping into various energies, like my ego, like I've, and I've always said, my ego has not had that much control of me. Like I've always been able to say, oh, if this job, listen, I can't sit here trying to argue this because I'm seeing this and you convince you seeing this. So it's two different things. There's some magic in that for me, right? There's some magic in that. There's something going on with the universe and with how you're perceiving things that we hear something that is distinctly different. Like it's not even close, right? So if that's happening in this one instance that we just happen to um, fall into, like it was just by happenstance that I think some kid pulled something together. How many more instances of Yanni, Yerni, whatever it is, are we missing out on? And what does that say about just the world of energy that's around us that we're expecting our tiny little computer brain to interpret and guide us through this world when there is like a whole Disney world of activity taking place that we have no idea? Do you know what I mean? And it's just a matter. So when I say, do you believe in magic? I think, you know, I think a lot of us are expecting for us to be the architect. The, we, we have to be the designer. We have to be the architect. And then we have to be the um, the ones to implement our dreams in a very specific way that's been laid out. And we don't always account for what I think is 99% of um the factor which is magic mm-hmm. it's all the other stuff that's going the intelligence around us that we don't understand we can't tap into the collective power and energy of humanity you know the goodwill 
the the randomness that just happens to happen either because you've allowed your your authentic self to shine through and somehow it's compelling other individuals to do certain things for you so now you have favor and now you know people are talking about you even without you being present because of the things that they perceive you to be doing or what you represent for them. And all of these things are being pushed out into the universe. And somehow the universe is, you know, making the bed for you before you even show up. And some, but, but you don't realize that because in your mind, you're thinking, if I put this into play and then by calculation, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. And then I should be able to do this, but you don't allow for what I think is the biggest part of it, which is magic. Mm. So one other book that I would recommend is The Power of Awareness. Um, I'm not even going to go into it, but if you have you read, to read it, I have. I don't think I've read it. What's it about? You didn't tell it's me about it. It's in our um, library, in our Audible library. Mm-hmm. Um, it was one of the two books that actually that got me on my journey. Mm. I mean, you kind of started my journey in the sense that I was like you started on your journey. Like you have been trying to um, push me in a specific direction one way or another. And I think like you um, said... I don't know if you said this in the podcast, but it was like one time when we were, or maybe it was just a conversation, but you said like, um, we were going through it one year and you decided, okay, damn, um, looks like we're not going to be together. I need to figure out exactly what my life is going to be like. Mm. And so you decided, all right, here's what I want to do. And so that's what started you on your journey because before, prior to that, you were like playing the second man. No, no, no. Cause I want to uh, get, I mean, if something. you want to... If you want to tell a story, it's, 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 you know, you can decide to do that. But mm-hmm. I want to get to something else because I think, you know, whereas this whole entire time you're trying to tug, pull, push, and yeah, I was just I was not following, moving I, anywhere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I think what actually started to work is because you said, shit, I got to go and do this on my own. And I mm-hmm. was like, oh, shit, um, she is off and running. And I got to go and, um, you know, figure it out. Interestingly enough, and unfortunately for the history of mankind, I think, and, you know, a lot of women have felt that. And I think mm-hmm. part of what's happening now is that, a you know, a lot of women had to, because of the way that society had been structured, and this is part of the things that a lot of women, you know, decry um, in terms of, you know, this uh, patriarchy. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, they, they had to rely on their men. Like, if you think about um, the men who have succeeded, a lot of them had, this is why they have the term, you know, behind every good man is a strong woman. Like, a lot of them had to have that push um, because, you know, there's a lot of capable women who have not been allowed to do that. And so, I interestingly also is that I've never actually saw you as... A lieutenant. Uh, lieutenant. No, I mm. never... I. Tr- not necessarily, I want to say. Like, I mean, I, f- I definitely wanted to do better and I wanted you to support me, but I don't necessarily felt like I saw... I always saw you as an equal and I think part of that reason is that um, I, my father actually raised us to be equals. What happened is I went to one of the meetings because I'm sitting here hanging on for dear life at your breakneck speed of you going to one thing or another i went to the meetings that you went to and we met this one chick um who you know sells like co-work space Mm -hmm. and uh you know i went to meet with her afterwards and she was like her big thing was like the power of faith like she was describing how she doesn't really do anything Mm -hmm. she just freaking has faith and she was describing to me how 
She was just doing this, and these things were falling onto her lap, mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. And then she which is the magic. So that this brings... is the magic. I'm, right. I'm getting there. Okay. So, um, so um, you know, so she, I'm like, man, I really want to believe this, but like, I don't, I don't know what to like. How do I explain that to people? Just freaking believe? Like, how do you give instructions on that? Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a like a person who's evidence based is also somebody who's science based, mm-hmm. right? Like, and science works such that like I have observable facts, like, and or I can you know test it. Like, I have a, a you know I have a theory, I do some experiments, I test it, I get a result, mm-hmm. and then I can repeat that result to right. show that it happens over and over again. Right. And so, therefore, now I've proven my theory, which is generally not how magic works. I don't think. Which is. Probably not how magic works because magic, there is an element of it that's that's um that's what makes it magic. That that's uh that's unpredictable. Yes. And if you really think about it, in those people who are skeptical, here's another reason that I want to um make this. Like if you think about um quantum theory, for those of you who are at that point, I don't even know what that is, but that sounds pretty impressive. <laughs> Quantum. I mean, I've heard it. I don't know what that is. The idea of waves, Uh and like if you are sending like waves through, like there was this experiment. I don't know it that well because I'm not that scientific, but um, scientifically inclined, not inclined, but I'm not that. um, I'm not an expert. Uh Like if you're sending waves through something, like um, depending on when you see it and when you don't like it actually becomes a particle which um tells you that like reality exists on whether or not it's observed like you gotta look this shit up it's it's yeah you got like seriously like if you're a skeptical person just just and you understand this fact just just look this shit up on waves and how it is that 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 you know it's really dependent on like in which Basically means to me that there isn't a specific, like there isn't observe there isn't a set reality mm-hmm. right there isn't something that you can say that's precisely how it is like depending on how it's observed it's going to be either a particle or a wave which means that it could be one thing or another thing depending on what the heck happens there is, is that different from Yanni and Laurel depending on how it's I observed? mean the own, no, the the way it's different the way it's different. Is one is in your own perception, the, when the other is in the freaking physical world. Like in the physical world, people would be like, "Okay, well, science tells us that it has to be A or B." Uh-huh. This one is telling you it could be both. In that Yanni uh, Laurel, in your mind, it's in Yanni and Laurel. Yeah, I'm telling you that. Like basically, what I'm talking about right now is this thing that you're looking at right now, not uh-huh. in your mind, uh-huh. not not. I'm looking at it and I think it's physical or it's not physical. Uh-huh. In reality, it's physical or it's not physical. Gotcha. In reality. So not necessarily how it's perceived, but, but the in reality. reality of it. But then, but then, the, but I mean, cl- but, but but clearly, perception is reality. So you can't perceive you, reality can't be reality until it's perceived. Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? But that's e- okay. So yeah, let me let me take that back. Yes, so You're I right. think so. From my you perspective, right. that's right. how I see Yanni. I, I don't true. argue. I don't try that's to make true. shit more complicated that's than it true. is. That's true. That's true. That's true. Because, yeah, that is true. It is Yanni and Laurel. It and, is. In one instance, we're just hearing words, but the truth is that what it is saying is really how do I perceive it? And the fact, is, and that's why some people say, 
we're actually having a collective dream. Mm -hmm. Like we're creating this reality collectively, Mm -hmm. you know, based on our own perceptions. All of us have gotten this illusion that this world actually exists. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Any of it could be true. But, 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 you know, anyways, to get back to the point here, because this is getting really convoluted and metaphysical (laughs) and all that other stuff. Um, is, you know, at, at that point, um, I still was a little skeptical, but when I sit there and talk to her and she gave me two books, the lady, mm-hmm. um, think and grow rich mm-hmm. and the uh, power. power of awareness. Gotcha. So I read those. So power books. of awareness was what got you on the journey. No, think, oh, and, grow think rich. and grow rich. But gotcha. I, power of awareness also talked made it a little bit more understanding how magical this shit is that was the mm-hmm. one where we were sitting there listening to these you remember the couple who was like imagining themselves yeah. that's the power of awareness gotcha yeah like so, it's just basically like it's jointly point, manifesting i mean that's not what happened that's okay. what happened at that particular point but the point that he was making in the power of awareness is and he was specifically talking about getting to a state and what he called it right before you fell asleep. And he talked about like physical, like when you're not movement moving. But really, when you think about all the other things that we know, what he was really talking about is getting to the point of consciousness, the presence. Mm. Where, you know, and that happens a lot of times when you're about to fall asleep or while you're just waking up because you're not sitting there think like your mind is not going. Mm-hmm. And so your brain is hitting what they call theta level mm. in um, all shit that you guys should actually look up. But um, it's hitting that that part where you're basically now at a point where you're present. You're, you're tapping into the consciousness. And essentially, that's what prayer, people mm. have a, a un, misunderstood prayer to be. This is actually the communication with the, the divine... With Essence. the infinite, mm-hmm. that's when you can actually have that communication. Tap into that space. And now you're basically willing this infinite all things to try to do exactly what it is that you want it to do. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's, again, something that people are... Like, if I'm saying this to you right now and you haven't thought about it, this is just straight up bullshit. Even Christians... Right now, in their uh, what I would call their structured, Compined. prescribed mm-hmm. understanding, don't even quite really freaking understand this. You know, they've been told about faith, but they don't even really understand the essence of faith. But I think that's where the magic comes from. Mm-hmm. And um, miracles, yeah. magic, um, the same thing. Yeah. Um. Yes. Beautiful. Um, that was really beautiful. I actually felt that on a different level. <laughs> um, so that was interesting. Mm. But, um, so I told you how I, I, I don't believe too much in my intellectual abilities. Not that I don't believe in it, but I don't put too much faith in it. You know mm. what I mean? Like I don't, so it, it's, it's, I don't struggle too much with, um, ego in that respects. You know, meaning, well, I can reason this out. There's plenty of stuff I don't understand. Mm -hmm. But speaking of magic, you know, which I think touches upon what you were saying in terms of, you know, 
on a day-to-day -day level, there's some things that we don't understand, but we experience all the time. So what's always thrown me was how does the telephone work? How am I here? I speak something. Somehow it's converted into something and you can hear it loud That's and clear. That's precisely one of the examples the that the guy gave in. I didn't even um, know that, but I've always, I've always like, I don't get it. One of the examples <laughs> Y'all got that me this on this one? You got me? think and grow rich. I don't get it. Mm. You know what I mean? And, but I think, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not sitting here trying to figure it out. All I know is I pick up the phone. I call somebody. I'm not screaming across. The next door neighbors can't hear me. But you can hear me in New Jersey. You mm. want. You win. <laughs> I don't get it. So, so I think it's easier for someone like me because I don't put a lot of stock in my ability to reason. I don't get it. Mm. If it seems magical to me. There's some shit I don't understand. I'm just going to fall in line. You mm. know what I mean? And I think a lot of people get in their own ways trying to figure out a way. And I'm sure there's a way the telephone can be explained in a way that, just as you said, you and I had sex. Somehow, out of nowhere, heartbeat occurs. That's pretty magical to me. I don't care what you're going to tell me. You could sit here, well, it's because the cells were splitting and then whatever. But you mean to tell me there was no sound two seconds ago. Now there's a sound that is tangible and this sound will sustain for a whole hundred years. That's magical. I don't get it. And that came out of nowhere in me. And not only that, one, no, there was nothing in me and a whole body is going to come pushed out of me. That's magic. You know what I mean? And we can sit here and try to explain it. But to me, just like that, Jay-Z can look back in his career and be like, well, and then this happened and all this happened and all this happened. But I'm pretty sure it wasn't what he envisioned, what he could have calculated in terms of how his life was going to play out. A lot of randomness happened. A mm -hmm. lot of universe had to bend in ways that seemed pretty fantastic in his favor. Mm -hmm. And... um pretty um undeserving possibly even when he thinks about like oh, yeah i just had sheer luck and mm. all this other stuff but i think in general it's really just magic and mm. trying not to overthink it mm. you know when things sort of just unfold mm. and we've got to allow ourselves to be in that space because i think what ultimately happens is magic is available to us all mm. once again just by the sheer fact that i can pick up a phone and, you know, the magic does not describe the magic of the telephone or child, you know, or, or, or life springing up in me does not discriminate. Mm. So I don't believe that the favor or the other stuff that, you know, people like Jay-Z or Oprah or people who are seeing magical successes, I don't believe that that discriminates you know, when it comes to who can experience it and who can't. I just think we get in our own way. And I think for in order for us to, because um, maybe the goal is not to have a billion dollars in the bank. At least that's not necessarily what it is for me. I just want to have access to unlimited resource, amount of resources unlimited? for me. Unlimited? Do you need unlimited? The right amount of resources to do the things that I that want works. to do so that I can have bliss. Yes. And Can so it's so interesting. I wonder if we had to necessarily go through certain points to get to this point. Like, I feel like there are vast, in this country, 
that we live in. Um, I, I like we literally, you're not working. You're starting your own business. Uh-huh. I'm working from home. You know what I mean? Our kids are able to just basically be pretty, you know, you know, they got everything that they need. Uh-huh. They go to schools and all this other stuff. But that's not how it's always been in history. Like a whole bunch of people live terrible lives where they had the toil. And um, I wonder if we had like, it's very difficult, I think, in Maybe not. I mean, like, if you really think about the age of the Buddha when he was living out in India, and they were coming up with some fucking real deep-ass um, freaking thoughts. And, mm-hmm. and it may have been because of the struggle. And um, so despite that, like, people were able to come up with some understanding about life in a mm-hmm. way that was deep and um, real and universally true. And so maybe, you know, depend. it doesn't matter what state you were in at that point, at least for certain people. But I think the ability for you to um, to be able to get that level of understanding is a lot better now, but not only better in terms of, um, you know, allowing your mind to now be able to think. Because now I have to, like, part of the issue is that your mind is occupied with daily life. Uh-huh. And so it doesn't necessarily recognize that you can separate yourself from daily life and and still have bliss. Uh-huh. But um, part of, yeah, and I think, um, I was about to say, I was about to say, well, I was about to say that uh, part of the reason why you would want financial freedom in essence, not not unlimited resources, but financial freedom is the ability to go off and and live a life that is unencumbered by the things that you don't want to do. Yes. Right? Like unencumbered by the need to provide to, to, to live, to eat, to provide food for your family. Right? Unencumbered. No, I don't even mind. I, I mean, I guess it depends on how we interpret the need to provide food for your family. Because I wouldn't even mind planting some vegetables outside and harvesting and all of that. So, well, but unencumbered you by by um, constraint, you know, meaning you doing the shit you don't want to do, but someone else has imposed on you in exchange for your time. So most of my like just being in prison. Really imposed in by prison. You. There's nothing imposed by you. There's there's nothing you have to do but be, but die. I was gonna say be black and die, but I think that's some an enlightened. White. I think that's an enlightened perspective. Isn't that and enlightened? I, that, I think a lot. There of are a people, lot of people who have decided I'm just not going to do that, and they took themselves to jail. Well, Is that enlightened? Saying. I don't want to be imprisoned. Okay, you know what I mean, I want to live. Freely, and still have access to, like, being able to um, create, explore, have access to bliss, and whatever it is that I want to do. But I want to have my freedom. You know what I mean? I don't want to be in jail. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I think a lot of times we, in order to service our day to day needs, we exchange a huge part 
are by ourselves. But isn't that you're you're doing that because you want to eat and provide for your family? Yeah, but I'm saying there's a way to eat and provide without you sacrificing yourself in such a way. That's bliss. That's that's what I'm experiencing right now. By becoming a farmer? No, that's no. I'm just saying that's what I'm experiencing right now. Like when there are ways. Let's not get sidetracked. There are okay, ways. The, okay, so here's the point. My, what I'm saying here is that part of being, you know, financially free is that now you, like you said, you don't have, like I can now focus on whatever, like if I want to teach or if I want to walk around and, you know, stay on the corners like some kind of Hebrew Israelite and start spouting off words and never work because that's all I want to freaking do, I can do that because I, I feel like this is what I want to do. But, um... But, 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 but what I think, and the reason why I wanted to pull back is like true spirituality, if in when, I want to say when, but who knows, um, we ever get there, happens at whatever the fuck you're doing. You mean wherever you are right now? Wherever you are, right? Like you could be, like you, you are at bliss at whatever the hell. This is why the poor people are able to still be enlightened. The, the poor people who don't have money, who don't have, like, because it happens, because the beauty of this existence is understood at no matter what. It's under, like, when you get to that level, it's understood at no matter what. And so that's why it's not necessary for you to be a billionaire. Although, no, shit, I agree. if you want to so be I a think- billionaire, it's whatever. It's not necessary for you to ha- even have financial freedom. No, it's I think I don't even want financial freedom. So I think that, I think that's a, Freedom to me is not contingent on finances. So when I say I want the resources, meaning time, I actually think time is the probably the most important thing. I want to wake up when I'm good and ready with sleep. I want to decide what I want to do for the day with my time. And I want to spend it doing things that make me happy. You can be a bum on the street and you would do that. No, but I don't want to be a bum on the street. Well, then why? Who cares? Like, no, but that's what, what I'm do saying. You know what, 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 the... No, 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 no. Let me finish my point, though. For me, personally, like maybe you want to be a bum on the street. I certainly don't want to be no, a bum on the street. No, but what, saying is, what I'm saying is... What I'm saying is that what I want for myself is to live blissfully where there's balance in terms of being able to create being in a good shelter, being having the time that I want, being able to eat um, when I want to eat, having access to friends, family, and what have you, and walking around in a way that I feel a sense of connection to the divine being, you know, and a sense of purpose for my life, Mm -hmm. whatever that means, without having, I think right now there is a very stark Sort of take this or you get this. You know, you either come work for us and give us all your time or you're going to be out on the street. But I think there's a world of possibilities. And those possibilities start, in my mind, in terms of the world that I want to create for myself. Mm. And I think that's what magic is. This is a script that we're all writing. We're writing the script of our lives. You can Mm. choose which script you want to write. My script is not this or that. My script is beauty. It's freedom, it's time, it's creativity, it's me being able to tap into myself, my true essence, and how I want to manifest that in abundance. 
that's the script I choose to write for myself. And none of that has to do with me being out on the street. Do you understand what I'm saying? So my point is that, you know, when I dream of magic, a magical ending for myself, it's not predicated on, well, first I need to have financial Ooh, freedom. Word, you like that? Ooh. You sure you didn't read the dictionary? I did not. I but think let's you pause were probably on that. listening to my audio tapes in secret. Nah. How I, many of I wouldn't you know, even I remember. Did, I actually lost all my tapes. What happened to those I think tapes? you actually stole it. Anyways, the point is that you know, for me personally, the world that I, it's kind of like an artist, you know, artists, how many artists have painted, how many artists have painted, um, you know, worlds in existence that are so different and few, uh, you know, none of them resemble the other, you know, but so, but what that means is that we don't have to live a cookie cutter life. Like if you walk up and down the street, everybody's house is the same. You know what I mean? And for the most part, in America, we're all living the same life. You wake up, everybody's out on 495, you're trying to get to work, you come back. Like, it's all the same. But the world is our palette. You can paint whatever world you want. You can paint whatever um, with whatever colors you want. And it could it, it doesn't have to... The, the, the infinite possibilities that you spoke about means that my life and how I reflect the world and the beauty around me does not have to look exactly the same as yours. And it's not, well, it's either this or you're going to be out on the street. I think that that's the lie that we've bought into and we've believed and is the reason why we have pretty much submitted ourselves and imprisoned ourselves to a complex, you know, this industrial complex that allows that and in exchange, you know, we get some pennies on our time so that we can, you know, build the structures for us to have a comfortable place to sleep at night. But that's not life. That's not, that's not beauty. That's not you painting the world you want for yourself. So I don't see it as it's either this or the other, you know, that's not the magic that I'm talking about. Mm -hmm.